Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final Tim's News Explosion for the year on this Monday, the 18th of December, 2023. Seven days until Christmas. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. I've also got Entropy set up if you want to send through a super chat for me to read out i've put the link in to the youtube live chat if you're over on odyssey you can uh, send i think it's called a a hyper chat there to support unshackled productions for this year and next it is 9 p.m here in melbourne victoria where we are the city and the state with the big budget blowouts on Friday last week, uh, we well the day begun uh, with a press conference by our Premier Jacinta Allen and the Transport Infrastructure Minister Danny Pearson, where they announced that the North East Link, uh, which will uh, connect Melbourne's Eastern Freeway, which the with the Metropolitan ring road uh, so it'll provide people who live in the southeast such as myself an alternate route uh, to the airport as opposed to going through city link and also give us another uh, route to the hume highway uh, for driving up to canberra sydney and the rest of north australia now it looks like a pretty straightforward 10 kilometer road there it doesn't look that very long at all but it was so in 2016 it was budgeted at 10 billion then by 2019 the cost had blown out to 16 billion on friday we were informed that it's actually going to cost 26 billion and uh, this uh, it's a toll road uh, so <laughs> Taxpayers uh, will be paying for it, as uh, will motorists. Uh, so uh, there, there was this uh, handout uh, given to the journalists at the press conference. And uh, so it's so how did it go from uh, 10 billion in tw over six years to 26 billion well a lot of that uh, was long a longer tunnel because uh six kilometers of the 10 kilometers is going to be a tunnel uh because uh, this is because a uh, the uh, the northeast link goes through a lot of uh, open green spaces so uh locals in the area want that to be preserved and also uh, so there's less noise from the freeway upgrading the western freeway and uh, the end of the eastern uh, ring road 
Uh, so that costs another 9.5 billion. Sorry, an, uh, uh, an extra 2.5 billion, I should say. Uh, so that's 4.5 billion there. And then an extra, the other uh, big expense there is uh, the escalating rates of uh, construction uh, costs, uh, such as uh, concrete and steel and uh, broader inflationary pressures, 3.1 billion. Uh, so this is a, a motorway, tollway, uh, which is not going to be open uh, for another five uh, to six years. And later on in the day, uh, Uncle Fester, uh, the treasurer, uh, Tim Pallas, uh, he uh, gave Victoria's uh, mid-year and uh, fiscal, uh, mid-year fiscal and economic and financial outlook, my EFO. Uh, so he's still promising a surplus, Tim Pallas, uh, Uncle Fester, uh, 1.1 billion by 2025-26. Uh, but in the meantime, net debt in Victoria will soar to 178 billion uh, by 2027. That's an increase of 6.4 billion more than predicted six months ago. And so the uh, there, the net debt for this year will be 135.5 billion. And so this is they're predicting projecting that uh, this will be the it's already blown out by 6.4 million the projected in four years, which you can say will probably be more. And don't remember, we've got, Victoria's got the the greatest net debt of, uh, of most of the other states combined. And also the interest bill has increased. So he does like look, look like Uncle Fester, uh, Tim Palace from the Adams family. The interest, interest payments have increased on the debt. Uh, so that is seeing the budget deteriorate even further. Hello, uh, Palo Conservative Australian. Also, isn't all this development terrible for the environment? Where are all the Greens? Well, they don't like roads, uh, but they like uh, public transport. A Palo Conservative Australian says if they didn't bring in so many immigrants, uh, they, they wouldn't need this much development. This is this is the argument put forward uh, by Summer. We need immigrants to uh, build the infrastructure and uh, build uh, the homes as well. Uh, but obviously, where are they going to live as well? And and I remember uh, last week there was a a Labour uh, stooge who was on Twitter uh, called Ash Leary. Uh, he was uh, one of the 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 Dan stands uh, during COVID. I did notice that uh, the, the economic zone, formerly known as Australia uh, Twitter X account, uh, came across this. So this this is a the Labour drip nomics. So we need to cut immigration because there is nowhere to live. This is a fair and accurate statement. But also, who will pick our fruit, clean our offices, wait our tables and nurses back to health? Remember the post-COVID restriction worker shortage crisis. I have no solutions here, just pointing out we're in a bit of a bind. Uh, 
So basically, that's the 21st century version of who will pick the cotton. And he say, basically says, I have no solutions. So he's, he's clearly hasn't uh, thought about it, uh, it that uh, deep. And now the other uh, signature motorway of uh, the, the Andrews Allen government's uh, big build is the, the Westgate Tunnel. Uh, now this is four, kilom uh, four, uh, four kilometres long. Uh, this uh, the, well, it's, it's not all a tunnel some of it is elevated uh, so this is what uh, Dan Andrews has built a as an alternative to the east-west link that he cancelled when he came to office uh, which cost uh, 1.1 billion to cancel not to build a road now this was promised it would cost uh, 5.5 billion and it'd be completed by last year, 2022. It is now co costing 10, 10 billion, and it is not going to be opened until uh, 2025, three years late, almost double the price. And the one project, which is actually going to be two years early, though, uh, though it is uh, there there has been a 2.274 billion dollar cost blowout uh, that is the metro train tunnel uh this is uh, as paleo conservative australians said this is uh, uh public transport this is what uh the the greens uh, do support uh so it was originally budgeted at 11 billion. Now it's going to cost uh, four, uh, close to 14 billion. Dan Andrews said at the time, uh, things cost what they cost. This is actually going to be quite a good project because it's giving rail access to the uh, the St Kilda Road in a south there with Anzac Station uh, near the Shrine of Remembrance, and there's a station uh, near. Uh, uh, Melbourne University, Parkville, where all of the Royal Hospitals are, and then a what's what's termed an urban renewal district in Arden in North Melbourne. Uh, so this will alleviate congestion in Melbourne's city loop. Uh, up in uh, Sydney, uh, the, the former uh, coalition government uh, built uh, the uh, Sydney Metro uh, North and uh, opening up next year the uh, Sydney City Metro and are also building the Metro West. They seem to be able to build things uh, quicker and more cheaply in New South Wales and they've already, the uh, uh, the coalition government's uh, signature road West Connects uh, was uh, completed uh, just this week. Though the Roselle interchange, that has actually made traffic worse uh, because it's it, it's meant there's this backlog on local roads. Now, uh, where I am in the southeast, uh, there's constant uh, duplication of ro local roads, road uh, riding, and yet traffic doesn't seem to improve. And this Westgate tunnel, uh, given that it's supposedly uh, so there'll be less uh, trucks on the road in the inner west and around the port of Melbourne, but it's after a, it gets across a, the, uh, the, the, the Westgate bridge, it just meets with the Westgate freeway again. How do we know there won't be another bottleneck there? And the traffic could just be 
as bad. Now, despite a, these uh, cost uh, budget blowouts here in Victoria, on Wednesday, uh, Jacinta Allen announced that it would be a full steam ahead uh, for the uh, suburban rail loop. Uh, so this is the 90-kilometre underground uh, railway that'll go from Cheltenham in the southeast all the way ar around the outer east, north, eventually getting to Melbourne Airport, which the Melbourne Airport rail link seems to be put out in the Never Never, and then out in the west to Werribee. Uh, there was this... Uh, uh, promotional video that was released. Uh, so the the suburban rail loop east, uh, which goes uh, from Cheltenham to Box Hill, and uh, so we'll go past uh, Monash Uni in Caulfield and Deakin Uni in Burwood. Three point six billion. Uh, they have signed the tunneling contract. That'll just be for uh, Cheltenham to Glen Waverley. So not even all the way. And remember, uh, so, uh, it's total cost. They originally said it would only cost, uh, what is that, uh, 25 billion there. Uh, now it's uh, the independent, I think they only said 50 billion to start with, and then uh, blown out to 125 billion, and it'll blow out again. This first section is going to cost 35 billion, although you can probably factor in that there'll be further blowouts there. And uh, you may remember that Dan Andrews, one of his uh, last acts as uh, Premier, uh, was uh, the big housing uh, build, which was to have around the suburban uh, rail loop stations a, what are termed uh, pr uh, pr priority precincts and activity uh, centres, and also another one, uh, they, were, they were called uh, National economic industrial uh, centers uh, so this is part of the the business case for the uh, suburban rail loop uh, to, to get a return on investment uh, just build all of these uh, high-rise housings around the the, the precincts there already is a lot around uh, box hill and uh, doncaster uh, glen waverley as well uh, probably uh, the suburban rail loop will be mainly used uh, by uh, Asian uh, students uh, going to the, uh, the, the the universities and there's a lot of Asians that live in that area. So they'll probably be taking it to go from uh, one, uh, one uh, Asian dominated suburb uh, to the, the next. And uh, now paleoconservative Australian up here says, uh, Tim, plug Lady of Shalott on Millennia Yule tomorrow morning and everyone donate lots of super chats. Millennia Yule is, it, that's not the same person as Millennial Woes, who is obviously that Scottish uh, nationalist who's been around for a number of years. I'm sure you'll let me know in the chat. Ron Nielsen says, isn't road mainly asphalt? How do they cost billions of dollars? Well, tunneling, uh, using tunnel boring machines, uh, that uh, costs uh, costs a lot uh, because you've got to make sure that, uh, you do, that uh, there's no underground water pipes and gas pipes 
in the way and that the whole thing doesn't uh, collapse. The only uh, straightforward, straightforward freeway that uh, the Labor state government here has built is the Mordialic Freeway because there's been land settled line for around about 30 years and so it was relatively straightforward. Uh, so apparently that is uh, Millennial Woes' new name, Millennial. Uh, so uh, there you go. Uh, I think I asked him once a, uh, to, to come on uh, my Wilmsfront interview show, but he says he, he said he was taking a break uh, from uh, uh, streaming at that time. Uh, so I'm sure that uh, given you're all fans of him, uh, you can... You can uh, uh, certainly uh, lobby him uh, to 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 come on uh, my stream because uh, I'll get to uh, the the UK report later in the show. Uh, but Scotland is well; it's a socialist hellhole. We'll get to the socialist hellhole of uh, Wales later on there. So yes, uh, full steam ahead uh, with the budget blowouts here in. Victoria. Uh, now, there was the federal uh, MIEFO uh, by uh, Treasurer Jim Chalmers, who had some better economic news. Now, even though there was a $22 billion uh, surplus uh, for the last financial year, 2022-23, uh, Jim Chalmers said, oh, we're still projecting deficits in uh, the years uh, in the years going forward. Well, I I, I thought that um, Jim Chalmers was just lowering expectations uh, because he worked for Wayne Swan, who promised a surplus which never happened. Uh, so he delivered some good news that uh, the underlying deficit was just uh, 1.1 billion uh, for 2023, 24. A lot of that is uh, due uh, to uh, the increased commodity uh, pri uh, prices, uh, which a lot of uh, Labor labor members hate, uh, but it's filling the gov government coffers. And uh, Jim Chalmers also said that he's uh, uh, found uh, $10 billion uh, in uh, savings. Uh, so you can, I think you can be pretty confident that uh, that uh, on budget night in May 2024, Jim Chalmers will say, surprise. Now, obviously, the government, federal government is getting smashed uh, in the polls uh, because of cost of living pressures. And now uh, they are resisting the populist route of uh, spending the extra uh, revenue on cost of living relief. They, although that's unpopular because uh, the average voter says, what have you done for me lately? Uh, this is, they're doing the right thing, short-term pain for long-term gain. It's important to pay back the, de the debt. And also uh, spending all of this in the economy uh, would just uh, increase inflation and the possibility of further in interest rate rises. Again, the reason why a why uh, there is inflation in the economy and why the, the big build is so expensive is because there's less supply uh, because the world shut down for two years, China for three years. And so there is less, less supply. And so with all of these big build projects, of course, uh, it's bidding up the costs of labor and materials. So 
this is the, the, the big build is fueling inflation and uh, Uncle Fester, uh, Tim Pallas, uh, he had a crack at, uh, at uh, Jim Chalmers uh, with this press release, what the Maifa Victoria dudded by Canberra. And now Catherine King, the infrastructure minister, is from Ballarat here in Victoria, announced uh, that there were a number of uh, infrastructure projects that would be that uh, it would be canned, uh, including uh, the Geelong Fast Rail. Though she gave the airport rail link the uh, the tick of approval. Uh, so a Tim Pallas said uh, that uh, Victoria is not getting its fair share, given that its uh, population share is 26%, uh, saying that the Commonwealth has only allocated 11 billion over 10 years for priority infrastructure projects. Out of this total investment, Victoria receives just 102 million, including 99 million for the Western Highway upgrade uh, from Balawat to stall a duplication and accuses them of uh, ripping out a, a critical services like uh, healthcare 1.5 billion and uh, Victoria receiving only 18.4 billion entire grants down from 19.9 billion since the 2023 2024 budget. I mean, I haven't had time to, to fact check all of this, uh, but it's clear if the, the federal government goes down or <laughs> uh, the uh, Victorian government, uh, there's, there's, there's more fiscal scrutiny. Uh, Tim Peltz is just uh, protecting his uh, very large rear, saying it's not my fault, it's Canberra not giving us our, our, our fair share. Uh, this is the, the press release here. Now, I'll be going to Adelaide in the new year, so I'll be using uh, the, the, the Western Freeway. And yes, I can't believe that uh, there's not a direct freeway from uh, Melbourne to Adelaide. You still have to go through uh, these uh, these uh, small towns on the way, which they haven't built a freeway bypass for. You slow down to like 50, 60 kilometres. And I'm sure that these uh, local small towns don't want all of the freight coming through uh, through their town there i'll let you know uh what the what, what the travel is like to adelaide there and back it's one way to at least you can travel to another state in australia and the it, it, it no longer are, are you a debt I, you no longer owe the the debt to the state government. Like this is the thing about federation. If you went to Western Australia, you'd be living in a budget surplus state. And now the big build blowouts, of course, mean there's not much money uh, for other things such as, uh, well, uh, paying uh, police officers uh, what uh, uh, what they believe they've been owed. I've seen uh, one of those uh, police cars that has been uh, driving around uh, with the uh, chalk on it. There is also V-Line staff who are taking industrial action, I, 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 and there's also uh, threats of action from uh, school cleaners. Uh, there's already uh, industrial action by firefighters, emergency call takers, and the state's 56,000 public servants, which are also going to be cut. I, I, Hopefully Jacinta Allen has uh, cut uh, some of uh, Dan's uh, staff that uh, were in his, uh, the, the private premier's office. He had more staff than the prime minister. 
And when we were all uh, locked down uh, during uh, 2020 and 2021, uh, Dan's uh, staff uh, was uh, that also uh, made this made the state broke. Uh, so. I think uh, Tim Palacy estimated the cost of uh, the COVID lockdowns and associated uh, support for businesses. It's like it's like treating it's like treating a wound of somebody that you've shot. I mean, it'd be best not to shoot them in the first place. So Dan Andrews, he uh, was profiling uh, Victorians based on he was basing lockdown decisions on a how many victorians uh were in these uh five different uh, uh groups of uh of uh support supporters or opponents of lockdowns remember dan said i just follow the health advice it's not about politics and popularities that was a load of crap uh so the first was uh, strongly support and follow restrictions number two was support try to follow restrictions Three, we don't need restrictions anymore. Uh, four, uh, trust their own judgment. And five, restrictions are illegitimate. I was in, obviously, I think we're all in uh, number five there. And uh, as more, uh, when more Victorians moved over uh, to the more freedom-oriented uh, categories there, that's when Dan decided uh, to open up, uh, do the COVID zero backflip obviously well glad we're glad that it is all a full 2020 and 2021 uh us victorians we're glad that's behind us but nobody is being held accountable dan andrews certainly not held accountable in fact re-elected and dan andrews as i reported last week uh, could be uh, running for Canberra uh, via the seat of Dunkley. In uh, so there will be a by-election for the federal seat of Dunkley uh, next year. The funeral for a, a the former Labor member who passed away from breast cancer, Peter Murphy, was on Friday. Uh, there uh, there is apparently a a, a phone uh, phone can poll uh, that is going around asking if they would uh, vote uh, for Dan Andrews for Dunkley. Uh, so, and there was another article from uh, Crikey today, though Crikey has had a bad week after uh, Cam Wilson published a article uh, hinting through, uh, through a hired some I hired some audio reader who alleged uh, that uh, the guest, the Jews at the Sydney Opera House, had been uh, had been uh, dubbed. And after the Australian Jewish Association released uh, their well, the 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 raw uh, footage that they'd given the well, world that had been given to police because they weren't going to give it to Crikey, Cam Wilson says, "Oh, uh, we're we're doing further investigations," and turned off. Uh, comments. Uh, Cam Wilson is an absolute uh, scumbag, and he's the one that uh, uh, doxed uh, Lucas Roses uh, earlier in the year. Uh, one of our uh, longtime uh, uh, contributors. Uh, he's a full-on uh, lefty Antifa uh, deep state uh, boot licker. Uh, got his start at uh, BuzzFeed, so. <laughs> 
certainly crikey uh shouldn't be taken seriously but it was actually actually a six news uh, run by leo puglisi and a bunch of teenagers that first got that scoop uh so uh, we will we will obviously find out in due course uh, in 2024 who will the Labour candidate be for Dunkley. It'll certainly be a hotly contested by-election. It's only held by Labour on a 6.3% margin. Uh, it's out of suburban around Frankston, uh, near where I live. Uh, it's one of the few remaining white areas of Melbourne, uh, blue-collar areas and uh, blue-collar uh, workers. Uh, it was found out in the Redbridge polling, uh, which is run by Cosmaras on the weekend, that blue-collar workers, tradies, uh, those with TAFE uh, and uh, vocational qualifications are turning away from Labor over to the Liberals. Uh, sometimes uh, uh, Cos in his tweets says, oh, so that uh, uh, support is increasing uh, for the Liberals, uh, the coalition on the non-tertiary university educated people. It's sort of that implicit, that sort of sneering. Well, smarter people, they would support uh, my Labour Party and the, and the Greens. So it'll be one to watch. Uh, uh, Dunkley, I expect uh, Frankston uh, to be swarming with volunteers in uh, the new year. So a uh, the final news poll for the year had a uh, Labor back in front two party preferred 5248. Uh, so did uh, the Redbridge poll 5248 two party preferred. Uh, Western Australia is uh, Labor's uh, safest state at the moment at a state and federal level. It seems that Roger Cook saved the, the, the Labor Party in Western Australia by backflipping on the Aboriginal cultural heritage laws and apologising. Uh, Indi uh, Indigenous affairs didn't feature in Anthony Albanese's year-in uh, review Twitter highlights. Uh, the Matildas did cheaper childcare, uh, but nothing to do with Indigenous affairs. Uh, don't mention the voice defeat. Peak Osman says Victoria under Andrews was basically what an Australian North Korea would look like. As I said last week, the thought of Dan Andrews as Prime Minister uh, sends chills down my spine. Uh, would uh, the <laughs> would the rest of the nation uh, co cop him? Uh, that is what I would ask. So uh, I think that a. Uh, the Albanese government, uh, the, they'll be breathing a sigh of relief at those those polls, although uh, there was Ipsos poll and the Finn Review and Morgan, which had it at 50-50, breathing a sigh of relief uh, that no further uh, released detainees uh, have uh, re-offended and there's been no more uh, votes. Uh, but the Attorney General, uh, Mark Dreyfus, well, he is... Uh, Basically, he's not going to fight uh, the release of uh, convicted uh, terrorists, uh, Benrika, uh, so Abdul Nasser ben Benrika, a dual citizen, uh, grew up in Algeria, uh, but managed to get his uh, foot into Australia in the early 90s and became an Australian citizen in the late 90s. He was found guilty of terrorism. A, a plots uh, to blow up uh, the MCG uh, uh, during the 2005 AFL Grand Final. And uh, so he was sentenced to 15 years in prison. Uh, then uh, 
after he'd completed his uh, sentence. Uh, so he uh, was subject to a three-year a, a, a detention order. And remember, this is the uh, uh, the preventative detention regime. This is the one uh, that uh, the Albanese government has has passed for these high-risk detainees. Uh, so Dreyfus is not uh, is 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 not advocating that he be re-detained for another three years. Can you believe it? I mean, is he going to say, I make no apologies uh, for this again? So uh, so this is what uh, Mark Dreyfus' office has said. I'll try to do the voice. The Commonwealth has taken the strongest possible action available under law in accordance with the advice from all operational agencies involved in the matter, including the Australian Federal Police and Victoria Police. The Attorney General's application for an extended supervision order is in addition to the existing powers available to law enforcement and security agencies to ensure community safety. The Albanese government has confidence in the AFP and our security agencies to ensure community safety. Yeah, just like you uh, ensured community safety and uh, that uh, uh, made sure uh, that uh, they're wearing ankle bracelets when they were released, those high-risk uh, detainees. Now, Mark Dreyfus is, is Jewish. I mean, I'm sure he's aware of... Uh, <laughs> most of the Muslim Arab uh, world's uh, views on Israel, uh, which a lot of it is uh, direct uh, anti-Semitism. So this again, why are Jews like Mark Dreyfus, why are they pro letting out these dangerous people? And same with the, the Jews who advocate for open borders. I'll get to the uh, uh, the, the the shocking, uh, heartbreaking developments in the the Israel Hamas war later in the show. But uh, Dreyfus is in his late sixties. He should retire. Uh, he is absolute menace uh, to uh, this nation. Uh, Palo conservative Australian uh, said that. Uh, Mark Dreyfus wants to give you give you five years in prison for the Roman salute. Well, that uh, teenager in Canberra who was crash tackled uh, by uh, Victoria Police uh, for doing uh, the the Roman salute when the National Socialist Network were marching on the 169 anniversary of the Eureka Stockade, uh, they crash tackled this teenager who wasn't a part of the uh, of the group for for doing a Roman salute. Now, thankfully, uh, they did not uh, decide uh, to prosecute him. Uh, they've given him uh, a warning, uh, but I'm sure that he'll also be subject to uh, re-education about uh, how bad uh, the, that uh, horizontal hand movement that he did. Senator Slayer says double Romans are legal and based. Um, I'm not sure about that. Um, You'd have to look up the the legislation. You can still the the signs still say at the bus and tram stops, "Hail bus" or "Hail tram." So, I mean, how, how do you like? How do you know like <laughs> how to raise raise your arm so it's not in the 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 jailable offence uh, zone? And uh, now, just a reminder: if you want to send through a super chat on entropy, I put the 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 link in there again now despite a uh, the overwhelming uh, defeat of the 
Aboriginal uh, voice at uh, the referendum. And you can definitely, uh, I think, confidently say that all of those who voted no are supportive of Australia Day. But some in our bureaucracy and some representatives of Australia still don't bloody get it. And uh, former Rudd Gillard uh, government cabinet minister, Stephen Smith, who's now the High Commissioner in London, cancelled the hosting of the charity uh, gala at Australia House, the embassy in London, uh, citing sensitivities around the date. But he's changed his story now, uh, citing the high costs of staging the gala as his reason for the decision. Though uh, Richard Miles, the acting prime minister, because uh, Albanese was on holidays tasting some wine at the Margaret River in uh, Western Australia. It's good to know that he was in the country for for holidays. I mean, he's got to be on standby uh, for uh, natural uh, disasters. And obviously we have uh, Cyclone Jasper in far north Queensland. Uh, So we're now told by, uh, it's clear that Richard Miles had a word to uh, Stephen Smith and said there will be an Australia Day function in London at Australia House on Australia Day next year. No ifs, no buts. What that event is and how it's managed, obviously it's matter for the High Commission itself. So no doubt be an Australia Day event. It better, better, better not be a day of mourning or an invasion day commemoration. Better not be bloody that. Uh, so we'll see watching there. But a lot of these bureaucrats still don't still don't get it. <laughs> Chris Bowen, he still did a welcome to country at uh, the uh, the COP28 in Dubai. Uh, forgot that he was out of Australia, and and so the traditional owners are not uh, Australia's Aboriginal uh, people. There uh, now, uh, the part of the reason why uh, infrastructure spending is so stretched is because the Albanese government has the rewiring the nation twenty billion dollar, building these huge transmission lines uh, to connect all the these solar and wind farms. Uh, to uh, the energy grid so they can uh, get their uh, de- uh, uh, dear uh, net zero uh, by 2050 and 43% emissions reduction uh, by 2030. And the new Premier of Queensland, uh, Stephen Miles, there wasn't a leadership contest, uh, so it was uh, stitched up on a uh, this time last week. A, a Shannon uh, Fentiman uh, withdrew, and so Stephen Miles was uh, elected unopposed as Premier, and uh, Ca- Cameron Dick, the Treasurer, is the new Deputy Premier. The, he is the brother of the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Milton uh, Dick. Uh, so the Dicks are a very powerful uh, political family uh, in Queensland now. And uh, one of his uh, first acts as uh, Premier uh, was to announce a 75% emissions reduction target uh, by uh, 2035, uh, which earned the immediate endorsement by Al Gore. Queensland, Australia has a new climate champion in charge. On day one, Premier Stephen J. Miles unfold our new ambitious target to cut greenhouse gas pollution by 75% by 2035. I know there's more to come and I hope his leadership 
inspires across Australia and the world. This is super serious. That's my best um, Al Gore impersonation there. So, yes, this is another reason why our cost of living is constantly increasing in inflation because, well, reduction of energy supply, price increases. So the supply of uh, some of our uh, most critical uh, uh, critical earthly minerals are in shorter uh, supply. Now, the Australian uh, cricket season has uh, begun. Uh, Australia uh, had a convincing uh, first test victory over Pakistan at Optus uh, Stadium. Uh, it was a very uh, poorly attended uh, test, though it was what the the well the the off-field uh, drama, uh, which probably grabbed uh, most of the headlines. Uh, Usman uh, Khawaja, a, a longtime Australian batsman, he was born in in Pakistan. He's a Muslim, so I uh, they don't celebrate uh, with uh, champagne uh, anymore. Uh, the 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 Australian uh, Test uh, cricket team. He wanted to wear on his shoes, "All lives are equal," which is the uh, the the new slogan that the the pro Palestine activists have come up with. Uh, because can't use uh, "All lives matter" because that's white supremacists. I have no objection uh, to either all lives matter or all uh, lives are equal, though all lives are equal. That's uh, There's probably a whole bunch that say that's anti-Semitic now. Uh, all lives matter is not white supremacist. All lives are equal uh, is not anti-Semitic. And uh, Usman Khawaja, who has been a, a, a fantastic uh, player uh, for uh, Australia, and so Australia, we do love uh, winners. I remember when he got his first century, there was a funny uh, tweet that said, uh, <laughs> said bloody Muslims coming here and uh, scoring our uh, centuries. Uh, so after, well, generated a lot of headlines, here's a uh, uh, choice of slogan on uh, his shoes, which the ICC banned. Uh, so he wore simply a black armband. He released this uh, uh released this video message on his Twitter X account. I won't say much. I don't need to. But what I do want is for everyone who did get offended, somehow, is to ask yourself these questions. Is freedom not for everyone? Are all lives not equal? To me personally, it doesn't matter what race, religion, or culture you are. But let's be honest about it. If me saying all lives are equal has resulted in people being offended to the point where they're calling me up and telling me off, well, isn't that the bigger problem? These people obviously don't believe in what I've written. And it's not just a handful of people. You'd be shocked about how many feel this way. What I've written on my shoes isn't political. I'm not taking sides. Human life to me is equal. One Jewish life is equal to one Muslim life, is equal to one Hindu life, and so on. I'm just speaking up for those who don't have a voice. This is close to my heart. 
when I see thousands of innocent children dying without any repercussions or remorse, I imagine my two girls. What if this was them? No one chooses where they're born. And then I see the world turn their backs on them. My heart can't take it. I already feel my life wasn't equal to others when I was growing up. But luckily for me, I never lived in a world where that lack of inequality was life or death. The ICC have told me that I can't wear my shoes on field because they believe it's a political statement under their guidelines. I don't believe it is so. It's a humanitarian appeal. I will respect their view and decision, but I will fight it and seek to gain approval. Freedom is a human right. Uh, now, Pete Osman said, what about a white Christian life? Well, he did say that all lives are equal, no matter race, religion, or culture. How come he didn't say uh, sexual orientation or gender identity? Uh, we do know uh, Muslims' uh, views on those uh, matters. Uh, now, he was uh, backed in, Osman Khawaja, by uh, the captain, uh, Pat Cummins, Captain Woke, uh, the climate uh, crusader. Uh, this is uh, what, uh, well, he believed that, well, of course he believes that there's a role for uh, politics in, in sport. Uh, he uh, Earlier uh, this year, uh, uh, didn't like that, that one of the sponsors of Cricket Australia was a, a linter energy under your leadership uh, the team has clearly been free to uh, express their opinions on on any world matters um, why is that important to you and and the group well, i think like any group of people you you want um well i think they're at their best when you you have each individual being able to bring themselves to that group and and um, bring their own individual passions and strengths i think that's when groups function their best and i, I love that Many of our boys are passionate about things and they feel comfortable enough to speak up on those um, on those things. And, yeah, I think what's stayed um, consistent the whole time as well is our boys have been really respectful whenever they have done something like that. So um, being really proud of the group, proud of Vuzzy, like always. And just quickly, uh, he won't wear them during the match. Is that right? The ICC don't allow riding on the shoes? Yeah, I believe that's the case, yep. And now on the final day of the test, uh, two spectators were evicted uh, for unfurling the banner, all lives are equal, freedom is a human right. I uh, don't disagree uh, with that statement, but obviously a implicit in 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 this new slogan is uh being uh pro-palestine while standing uh with the gaza civilians now that's the same uh, same stadium uh, where uh dennis hutz uh unfurled a uh white lives matter uh banner and uh, he was called a white supremacist by network 10 which he sued and they settled and, uh, well, Network 10, uh, they are fighting another uh, defamation uh, suit. 
uh, the uh, Bruce Lehman, uh, the tri federal uh, court a defamation trial continues, uh, suing Network 10 over the Brittany Higgins interview. And uh, last week is being live streamed on uh, the federal court's YouTube channel. We heard uh, from uh, the producer, uh, Angus Llewellyn. Uh, he was the one in uh, those uh, recordings, uh, which... Uh, which uh, was aired on uh, the Bruce Lehman interview over on Seven News uh, Spotlight, and he was a a real uh, douche. I came across as a real uh, arrogant so and so uh, during his uh, cross examination, and uh, he basically uh, when he was asked about uh, that. Uh, Oh, did you bother to check? Uh, yeah, well, did you check these things? And he said, "Oh, you know, no, didn't need. Uh, didn't need. I. Uh, uh, why would I need to check that?" And then when Lisa Wilkinson took the stand, she's like, "Oh, well, that's up for uh, for my producer uh, to sort out to do the the due, due diligence." Uh, so, if Bruce Lehman wins the defamation trial, uh, it will be uh, because of the ass that uh, the producer made of himself on the stand during a cross-examination. It's going uh, right up until uh, Christmas, uh, this uh, this trial. Though I believe that, because uh, I just got some uh, news alert on my phone. Uh, there, So the former chief of staff to Linda Reynolds, uh, Fiona Brown, uh, she has refuted key claims from uh, Brittany Higgins in behind closed door evidence in court so this hasn't been broadcast on youtube it's illegal to uh republish a, the live streams they're put onto either unlisted or private uh, so uh, so fiona brown has refuted suggestions in court on monday that britney Higgins cried hysterically uh, to her during a meeting following the alleged rape in parliament uh, so uh, so Justice Michael Lee allowed uh, the YouTube live stream to be stopped. Uh, so uh, we haven't seen that. It's just uh, we assume there were uh, journalists still in the the courtroom there. Uh, but yes, uh, this well, it's you'd call it uh, the the defamation uh, trial of the the century here in Australia. It's uh, probably one of the biggest reality uh, TV shows of the year. Uh, definitely. Now that brings us to the end of our Australian segment. Let's go over uh, to Washington DC, uh, where there has been well, I, I, I promoted the show. There's been a lot of uh, well, uh, uh, blowing and snorting. <laughs> in Washington, uh, D.C., and uh, one of the well, <laughs> most well-known uh, snorters, uh, Hunter Biden, son of President Joe Biden, impeachment proceedings are, are, are underway in the, the House of Representatives. And uh, so Hunter Biden, he did a press conference uh, outside, uh, outside uh, the Capitol, uh, because Hunter Biden, he well, he was on the board of that Ukrainian energy company, uh, Burisma, 
uh, which the prosecutor who was looking into them uh, was fired. Otherwise, Joe Biden wasn't going to give them the the foreign aid. I remember they impeached Trump, the Democrats in the House, over uh, 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 over him asking uh, Vladimir Zelensky, oh, why don't you look into uh, this? Uh, so it certainly come back. Uh, the Republicans, now that they're in control of the House, well, if you're just going to impeach uh, as a matter of course the president, then two can play at that game. Uh, so, and also Hunter Biden was on Air Force Two on the way to China, and there's uh, he had a phone call uh, with a Chinese business saying, "I'm on, I'm on a, the the same flight as my dad here. You don't want to screw me over." And so, here is uh, Hunter Biden, a, he, uh, some of his press conference uh, outside the Capitol. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I am responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They've ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they've belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine, shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me. And now Hunter Biden's uh, stepmother, uh, Jill Biden. Uh, so the first lady always uh, puts on uh, Christmas decorations and a Christmas video. And uh, Jill Biden uh, posted on the, the first lady's account this interpretive dance uh video uh to the nutcracker now this goes for two and a half minutes and so just tell me when you want me to to, to stop uh because this has to be it has to be seen uh to well, just make your jaw drop
Okay, yeah. <laughs> that will be it there. It reminds me of that uh, that uh, scene in Family Guy uh, when uh, when the Griffins go to uh, Meg's high school inter- interpretive uh, dance uh, show, and when he, he starts, there's all this like they're they're all smiling, but they're all inside. This is horrible. And so uh, Brian uh, punches Stewie in the face and then he starts crying. He's like, oh, crying baby, I'll take him out. That's basically what that video reminded me of. And, yeah, it basically also reminded me of one of those uh, Netflix, uh, well, they're, they're, they're re- remakes or rewriting of histories with lots of uh, extravagant uh, people of, of colour there i mean <laughs> it's basically though basically is that that's most of the 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 cast uh that has been at the 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 white house i mean i think uh wasn't there wasn't there a guy with a doggy mask there that could be the, the that sam brinton uh, that uh that former a uh, nuclear uh waste a uh, disposal expert at uh, the department of energy uh who he did those pup pup play a a a sessions and uh also was fired for kleptomania uh stealing uh women's luggage at uh airports now uh the daily daily caller uh, which is a a news uh w- website that was founded by tucker carlson he has nothing to do with it now i uh, they exposed over the weekend that there was an insert erection deep inside uh, the u.s capitol building uh, the the penetration went deep and there uh, was they got uh, their hands on a senate staffer uh, caught filming gay sex tape in senate hearing room uh, so leaked amateur pornography shows a congressional staffer having anal sex with an unknown man in the Senate hearing room. Video obtained by the Daily Caller shows. The alleged staffer can be seen in the photo naked on all fours, looking back at the camera on the table where senators often sit to ask questions during a hearing. It appears to be unprotected sex. A source identified the room uh, to the Daily Caller as Senate ro- Senate room heart uh, 216, the judiciary room. The caller blurred out his face because his identity has not been confirmed. Now, I'm not going to show you uh, the graphic video. There is an unblurred version uh, that has been published on Twitter X uh, because uh, even under uh, Elon Musk ownership, a hardcore pornography uh, can as uh, can be posted on uh, Twitter X, uh, so I will allow uh, Senator John Kennedy uh, to uh, read out uh, what happened uh, from uh, the very room uh, where uh, this uh, deep uh, deep state penetration uh, took place. I put some lube on and got him on his knees and I began to slide into him from behind. I pulled out of him and kissed him while he masturbated. He asked me to turn over while he slipped a condom on himself. This was my ass, 
and I was struggling to imagine someone inside me. He got on top and slowly inserted himself into me. It was the worst pain I think I have ever felt in my life. Eventually, I felt a mix of pleasure with the pain. I got a new strap-on harness today. I can't wait to put it on you. It will fit my favorite dildo perfectly. You're going to look so hot. I can't wait to have your cock in my mouth. I'm going to give you the blowjob of your life. Then I want you inside of me. Now, that was actually a Senator John Kennedy reading an excerpt uh, from the book All Boys Aren't Blue, uh, which Democrats uh, want stocked in in school libraries. And now that was from earlier this year. And who could have foreseen that in that very chamber, a similar uh, type of graphic similar similar act to that was graphically described although in the you can see in the uh unblurred video which i only watched for uh research purposes of course uh there is no uh protection used now the daily caller said that uh he could not be identified by the staffer well it didn't take too long uh for twitter ex uh, sleuths uh, to identify uh, the staffer as uh, Aiden uh, Massey uh, Chiropsky. And so he played uh, the uh, homosexual victim card. Uh, this is on his, on a post on his uh, LinkedIn. This has been a difficult time for me as I've been attacked for who I love to pursue a political agenda. Well, some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment. I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated, and I'll be exploring what legal legal options are available to me in these matters. As for the accusations regarding Congressman Max Miller, I have never seen the congressman nor and had had no opportunity or cause to yell or confront him because he was uh, accused of, of uh, yelling out free Palestine to uh, Max Miller, who is a, a Jewish Republican member of Congress. Uh, so being a typical uh, homosexual Democrat is also, is also contradictory uh, because well, how can you? Well, free Palestine would not allow uh, freedoms for you uh, to engage in your depraved sexual acts. Now, he has now been uh, fired. Uh, he worked for a Democrat senator of Maryland, uh, Ben Cardin. It says Aiden Massey. Uh, Sobrotsky is no longer employed by the U.S. Senate. We'll have no further co comment on this personnel matter. And this was, uh, I'll play this clip of uh, Senator Ben Cardin. This is him talking about the desecration of the Capitol on January 6th. January the 6th, like December the 7th and September the 11th, is a date which will live in infamy. 
I refer to U.S. Capitol as sacred space because it's so much more than a building where the Senate and the House of Representatives meet and conduct business. It is the embodiment of our ideals, our aspirations, and hope, not just to Americans, but also to all of humanity. Uh, now, uh, Aidan uh, Massey uh, uh, Srebrotsky, he is a full uh, degenerate. He had a, a, a non-Twitter uh, X account, which has now been uh, deleted, uh, which uh, where he posted other uh, videos of him having uh, sex, uh, also uh, nude. Uh, there was a photo of him. Uh, I'm not going to show you these, uh, but he had written on his uh, uh, torso, twink slave uh, with white gooey substance all over his uh, ch uh, chest. Now, for those of you who uh, don't know, uh, twink is a gay slang word uh, for a young, uh, skinny, hairless, uh, white male. And he also had a Reddit as well. And the name of that Reddit was uh, Bareback uh, Twink Slut. Uh, so uh, now the reason why uh, gays don't use condoms these days is because they take a HIV preventative drug called PrEP, uh, which in Australia is, paid for, is subsidized by the taxpayers under the PBS. Uh, they, that uh, the Turnbull government uh, introduced. Now, he posted on his, because uh, uh, he, he posted this on, uh, not the video, but uh, on, on Instagram, a, a still, a, which, he, which he talked about uh, the, 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 the man who was filming uh, the top, he said, in this very room, uh, Sonia Sotomayor had her confirmation hearing. Well, uh, so uh, sodomizing was certainly confirmed in that room now. James Comey testified on Russian interference in the 2016 election. Aiden got some thick German sausage and a Jager sauce finish. And so people are asking now, uh, who, who was, is, the German sausage, and it turns out to be an well, uh, a, a German uh, government official who is on leave uh, from the German Department of Labor and Social Affairs. So he was certainly laboring and engaging in a social affair in the Senate. So he is uh, currently uh, studying at the Elliott School of International Affairs in Washington, D.C., uh, so this was international espionage, pardon the pun there. Now, will, will this, it, you can guarantee uh, that uh, this degenerate, uh, he is not, uh, he, he's not the only uh, staffer to have gay sex in the capital. Uh, certainly, uh, there would be a lot, a lot of straight sex uh, going on 
there as well. I mean, well, uh, Bill Clinton uh, had a blowjob in the Oval Office. Uh, John uh, uh, John Kennedy, President John Kennedy, uh, slept with Marilyn Monroe in uh, the White House. And also, uh, this stuffer, uh, he appeared in a, a presidential uh, campaign ad uh, for, uh, for uh, Joe, Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential election. Uh, so he had a brief uh, one second, one second uh, cameo there. Uh, so Biden, uh, this was uh, this was the tagline for the ad from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Uh, that hasn't aged well. And his t- Hayden is telling Biden, thank you for teaching, teaching you what? Now, in Australia, uh, after uh, the Brittany Higgins uh, story uh, came out, I use that with inverted commas, a, a Australia's own uh, gay, uh, gay uh, network of gay staffers, their uh, lured uh, conduct uh, was uh, exposed. And uh, so this article by uh, Chip Legrand uh, for The Age uh, talked about, well, the, again, the reason why it was exposed is because, uh, so this staffer, uh, uh, liberal staffer, Nathan Wynn, uh, was fired because he brought in an outsider, Gavin Cuddy, who worked in Canberra, who uh, who leaked all of this to Peter Van Onselen on the project. Uh, so Nathan Wynn was fired. Uh, for masturbating on the desk of Liberal MP Nola Marino, who is uh, the member for the seat of Forest in Western Australia. Now, the reason why he did this, uh, Nathan Wynne, is uh, because Nola Marino was opposed to same-sex marriage. Uh, so these uh, gay staffers, uh, they filmed and photographed themselves masturbating on the desks of MPs who are opposed to same-sex marriage. And uh, back in 2012, uh, when uh, Corey Bernardi uh, made his uh, speech where he said, uh, uh, could bestiality be a future step after uh, same-sex marriage? Uh, There was a bipartisan orgy in uh, Corey Bernardi's office and uh, there was uh, I, uh, there's the parliamentary prayer room uh, that has also been a location for orgies and uh, sex. There's a uh, many getting down on their knees, screaming "Oh God!" And there was a a former uh, cabinet liberal cabinet minister who uh, who has uh, been accused of uh, signing in a male prostitute into Parliament House. A, a male prostitute was in the federal parliament in 2017, signed in by an MP. He's known as the human Ken doll. Uh, he, he was even in a photo with uh, Malcolm Turnbull. Uh, he is now the human Barbie doll. Uh, decided to have uh, plastic surgery transition to being a, a Barbie. And uh, the MP wasn't uh, revealed at the time. Uh, now, 
in the prayer room, there could have been, well, uh, some pine wood uh, going on or some brandishing, uh, pardon the pun, uh, because, uh, well, Christopher Pine and George Brandis, two, a, two a, a liberal cabinet ministers uh, during the past nine years, uh, they, well, it was not such a secret, uh, their gay double life, uh, despite them both being married uh, with children. Remember that uh, Christopher Pine, on the, the night that the same-sex marriage vote I, uh, was revealed, he liked some gay porn on uh, Twitter and uh, claimed that he was uh, hacked. Uh, now, Bill Shorten, uh, he was going to support investigation, but a a Anthony Albanese, uh, Pine's mate, said, oh, no, no, there will be uh, no investigation. And Pine said, oh, uh, Joe, uh, I just need to worry about uh, changing passwords and that. That's what Turnbull said. But there was an internal probe into the, the alleged Pine Twitter hack, uh, pardon the pun. Uh, I, I, I've... Uh, told this story before. So the only way that Christopher Pine's phone could have been hacked uh, to like that uh, gay porn on Twitter, because as I mentioned, uh, Twitter allows still today uncensored pornography of all uh, depraved, fetish, really stuff that you would find really disgusting. Uh, so the internal probe I found that the only way Christopher Pine's Twitter could have been hacked if that somebody had taken the phone out of his pocket while he slept or something, known his passcode, then gone into his Twitter app, liked the gay porn, and then put it back in his pocket, locked the phone afterwards. That's the only way that it could have happened. So that that, that, that <laughs> there was no third-party hacking or anything like that. It, the only way that Christopher Pine's phone would have been hacked is if that, well, somebody physically uh, took it and opened it up. Now, I've, going back to, uh, to the, uh, the, the, the U.S. Uh, uh, deep state uh, penetration, uh, Republicans, uh, they will not want to uh, uh, press uh, this hard uh, because they've probably got gay staffers as well who engaged, who have engaged in this uh, in in this uh, conduct on Capitol Hill, and so the Uni Party protection racket will kick in like it did in Australia. I mean, now the gay staffers network and all the uh, degenerate stuff that they did in Parliament—that's just all old news. We only know about a. Australia and the US is because there's been somebody either shameless um, or exhibitionist enough uh, to uh, post and share it. And so, yes, uh, the, 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 the Republicans obviously don't want uh, uh, all the uh, skeletons or uh, people in their closets, pardon the pun, uh, to be exposed. And they're like these uh, homosexuals. They've been around Washington forever. Uh, there's a new miniseries on Paramount Plus, uh, Fellow Travelers, uh, which is a creative non-fiction about two uh, closeted uh, State Department homosexuals in the fifties. And obviously, in the fifties, a uh, Joe, uh, Joe McCarthy, 
uh, tried to purge homosexuals from the US government. All the while, there was one right next to him in uh, Roy Cohen, who, of course, mentored uh, Donald Trump, Roger Stone, Roger Ailes, and uh, Rupert Murdoch. Now, if I play devil's advocate here, I pardon the pun, I, at least this was between in the, the Senate, uh, this uh, Senate anal sex it was between consenting adults. Uh, there was no minors involved. Uh, no one died, uh, so it's not like uh, there were bombs dropped which uh, killed uh, innocent uh, people and and children. And on TimCast, Tim Paul and uh, Luke Radowski uh, said uh, in the Senate, the American people uh, get uh, get fucked over, screwed over uh, every day. I mean, now we just have a visual representation of that. Although I obviously a well a, a much more a, a alarming uh, uh, modern gay phenomena is uh, gay surrogacy, and uh, so we had gay conservatives uh, Dave Rubin and Guy Benson have uh, ch- uh, have uh, children via uh, surrogacy, uh, so. Uh, they uh, a a woman uh, they get a woman uh, to uh, donate their eggs and her womb, and then after the children are born, then uh, then it's handed over uh, to uh, the two homosexuals uh, to raise without the biological mother. And uh, now, obviously, uh, this is a highly uh, contentious and uh, ethic well uh raises a lot of uh ethical ethical questions now we can certainly uh, uh, you can certainly have your own views on that i certainly uh, believe that uh, gay surrogacy is uh certainly uh contentious and there needs to be a lot to be uh considered though it's a what I think that everybody can be ultra alarmed about is YouTuber Shane Dawson. He and his husband have had gay surrogate twins. Now, the reason why everybody uh, should be uh, disgusted and alarmed over this is because uh, Shane Dawson in, uh, well, uh, because all of these these YouTubers, uh, 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 they've all. Uh, I don't understand why a lot of them are famous, given I what uh, a lot of them have done over the years. But ten years ago, Shane Dawson thought it would be really edgy uh, to defend uh, pedophilia, and this is uh, him uh, uh, talking to his female co-host at the time. And trigger warning. This, this will just make you so angry, disgusted, and alarmed, and just fear for those, uh, for those, uh, those uh, two children. Why do you have so many followers? And she goes, "Oh, I'm a cheerleader." And I'm like, "Oh, really?" And she shows me her Instagrams, which are like, first of all, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like, she's like sexy. She's like sexy. 
You're disgusting. I know. Listen, we've talked about pedophilia before. No, no, this before. is the, it's Shane. Like, like, do not say this, and do, like, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, you will get arrested. Like, he kind of can. He, listen, he allegedly, has his justification, justification for pedophilia, okay. and it's so disturbing. And like, I, I just pretend that he doesn't. <laughs> okay, wait, no, like, no. Let me explain. Let no. me explain. Oh God. Here's my justification for pedophilia. I can't. Here's my thing. People have foot fetishes. People have fetishes about, you know, everything. Fine, everybody do your thing. So why is it when somebody looks at a Google's, like, naked baby on Google and jerks off to it, they can get arrested? Because, I don't understand Because... That. Here's so, like, the worst part of it. I actually went to Google and I'm like, I oh don't want to see. You could even arrest it. I know, but I just wanted to see like, okay, let me just pretend, yeah. let me pretend like I'm a pedophile for a sec. So I typed in naked baby. First of all, they were sexy. <laughs> okay, back to the Instagram. Um, so I look at this little girl's pictures, and she had makeup on. She had her tongue out. She was doing, like, the peace sign. She was doing a backflip. Is she, like, honey boo-boo? Is she fat? No, she was, like, a skinny little sex. Like, he thinks this is funny. He thinks this is edgy. Uh, and I've been... Uh, I was in uh, I was in the libertarian movement for, for for many years, and there were these libertarians who thought it was edgy uh, to defend pedophilia. Oh, I'm being so edgy with this. Though I remember one of them, I uh, didn't think it was so edgy uh, when in the forum that he was posting, unbeknownst to him, Thomas Sewell was there and uh, uh, vowed to find out. Uh, where he worked and where he lived and to expose uh, to uh, his employer, all his friends and family uh, that he defended uh, pedophilia. Uh, so it's not so edgy then uh, when uh, normal people are absolutely disgusted by that. And now he's subsequently apologized uh, for it. Although you heard it there. And he's also... Uh, confessed uh, to masturbating over a photo of uh, Willow Smith, uh, Will and Jada Pinkett Smith's daughter, when she was 11. Uh, so he's, um, well, he identifies as a as a bisexual. He's had relationships with, that we know of, adult women. But he chose to marry a man and uh, have a expensive, uh, medical resource consuming surrogacy arrangements when he could just have, well, uh, had a baby for free uh, through uh, reproduction with a woman, which is pretty straightforward. Now, uh, I saw that um, P. Cosyman saying that uh, this is the most disgusting uh, Wilmsfront episode ever. This is what's going on. Uh, in politics, in uh, in the YouTube world, uh, there there is uh, one YouTuber who is uh, behind bars, uh, Austin Jones, uh, for uh, well, uh, you, well, getting his underage female followers to uh, send uh, photos and videos, and now 
on a, well, you could say a similar matter. I, so remember that Pizzagate, uh, that is a debunked conspiracy theory. Uh, so they, uh, one of the, the big, I uh, like a sort of an eBay site in the U S uh, Etsy, it, uh, was, uh, selling, uh, suppose there were, there was, a there, there was accounts selling, uh, images of children eating pizza, uh, for, uh, tens of thousands of dollars. Now who would buy a, a photo off a website, uh, for $10,000 of, uh, children eating pizza, but we know through uh, the uh, the P PizzaGate scandal, the Podesta emails, that pizza is a code word for child pornography. Now, remember, uh, PizzaGate, it's it's a fake debunked conspiracy theory uh, that the Podesta brothers were running a child sex trafficking operation out of Comet Ping Pong uh, Pizza Basement. They're going to claim we don't have a basement. And that image on my Instagram of my niece uh, having her uh, hands uh, taped to the table, uh, that was just an in joke that was just a that that, that there's nothing nefarious there taken out of uh, context and remember that um the one of the reporters who debunked uh pizzagate is now in prison for uh possession of child uh, pornography and as said to another pedophile that raping a toddler was awesome absolute uh disgusting depraved according to us usa today uh, uh trying to claim uh etsy uh, to Pizzagate is a baseless conspiracy theory. So move along, people. There's nothing to see here. Uh, so, yes. Uh, so uh, the mainstream media that uh, didn't report on Epstein uh, for years and years, don't worry, they've uh, debunked another uh, baseless Pizzagate uh, conspiracy theory. Now let's go over to uh, the Israel gaza war now the reason why a the netanyahu government has uh launched this war uh to uh destroy hamas uh remove them from power in gaza is because of the over a thousand israelis they murdered on the october 7th attack and to get uh, the hostages back uh, because they're still over Hundred hostages back. Some were, some were, a, a return to Israel in a in a uh, prisoner exchange. Uh, so Israel let out three uh, Palestinian prisoners for every one Israeli hostage. So this is why Israel has launched this war to avenge the deaths of those that Hamas murdered and to get the hostages back alive. Now. In Israel, uh, there has been protest in the streets of uh, Tel Aviv and other major cities after the Israeli Defense Force shot three hostages who had uh, broken broken free in Gaza. They were shirtless, with one of them carrying a stick with a makeshift white flag, which is internationally recognized as surrender, and they were all shot. Uh, there was one IDF soldier who shot uh, two of them because he claimed that the men were moving towards him and shouted terrorists, killed two of them. And then another one uh, was, uh, was, was killed uh, when he uh, fled back into the building. 
and they sh they also uh, sh uh, they shouted help in Hebrew. Uh, so they can't say uh, so 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 uh, Israeli defense force uh, shoot ask questions later. They can't tell the difference uh, between their own citizens and uh, uh, Arab Hamas uh, fighters. I, they should should be now back uh, alive and well in Israel, and now they are being buried. But the there there are Western neocon uh, Zionist accounts are saying, "Oh well, the 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 IDF they can they uh, admitted to this uh, mistake. Oh, uh, you know, oh, this is tragic. You know, shit happens. Oh, uh, the goal. Uh, uh, we the, we shouldn't let this uh, distract us." But like the the people protesting in Israel, uh, so are they anti-Semitic now because uh, uh, they don't want to uh, just uh, continue the war no matter the cost uh, to? Because uh, there's IDF soldiers dying as well. I mean, is Douglas Murray uh, is he is Douglas Murray is he going to actually uh, put himself on the front line, not just cosplay uh, in a in a, in a hat and vest? It seems that these, uh, these, because uh, these Western uh, neocon uh, Zionists, they believe that this is a, a battle for civilization, Western civilization. Yet uh, they're not in the the the, the front line. Uh, so, is it anti-Semitic uh, for these Israelis to to protest uh, against the the IDF killing their own? And is it because Hamas? You can't destroy an idea and like there's just going to be another organization uh more radical than Hamas that takes their place i mean 75% of palestinians uh supported uh, the uh Hamas attack on october 7 uh so there's not going to be some uh liberal democratic party that's going to emerge after Hamas is destroyed and so the israeli people are right to ask a uh, like, is the carnage worth it? Although it's apparently anti-Semitic to, uh, and it's also, it makes you a conspiracy theorist uh, to question uh, how Israeli intelligence failed on October 7. I mean, you're not going to get an argument from me that Hamas are uh, barbaric animals, but Israel is supposed to be the good guys. They, you know, it's supposed to be battling for Western civilization. Um they they have to be the they have to take the the moral high ground and just saying that oh well they'd still be alive if it wasn't for a mass taking them them hostage what so you just i the idf should just be reckless so there is a huge disconnect and and there was even uh, some of the, the Zionist neocons saying, oh, people are happy that these uh, three Israeli hostages are dead because now they can uh, gloat that Israel's killing their own. This is heartbreaking. No one more. I, my heart sunk uh, when I heard about this. I mean, can you imagine what it would be like to be in captivity for two months? I mean, in such horrendous conditions and... So now uh, it seems that, uh, well, 
given uh, this, well, really bad PR, uh, the Netanyahu government is uh, going back to the negotiating table with Hamas to get back some more Israeli hostages because, well, at least the ones that Hamas uh, did exchange with them uh, came out alive while the IDF just killed three of them. And now at the UN, Australia, along with Canada and the New Zealand, uh, voted for the ceasefire resolution. Uh, even though they failed to amend it, uh, that uh, uh, to condemn Hamas. Uh, now, of course, the Liberal Party over here went absolutely mental that uh, the Albanese government has uh, betrayed uh, the Jewish uh, community. Uh, there's two uh, Labor MPs uh, on a uh, over in Israel on a tour. Josh Burns, the member for McNamara, uh, who is Jewish himself, uh, he he didn't back. Uh, the Albanese government voting for the the ceasefire, and the Labor member for Higgins, Dr. Michelle Anajaraja, and even though she's a Sri Lankan Tamil, Josh Burns recruited her to uh, the party. Higgins also has a a large number of Jews living there, so she is a hundred percent Zionist as well. Uh, so we ha- so obviously a I think that. Israel as the country uh, where uh, which is in the war zone, uh, the uh, the Israeli people they're going to get war ve- weary very quickly. There's a lot of Israelis who live in the south uh, and the north, where Hez- Hezbollah is near uh, northern border with Lebanon, too scared to go back. I mean, Israel uh, should ensure. I think. Ins- uh, a, a way to ensure that October 7 happened again is learn the lessons of the intelligence failures. I mean, the United United States, uh, you would say, uh, didn't win the war on terror because you can't crush an idea. Uh, but thankfully, another 9-11 style attack hasn't happened. And now also, uh, the US wants uh, Australia to send a, a warship to the Red Sea because the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels are taking over ships that have uh, Israeli ownership, uh, taking a bit more, ratcheting it up a bit more than the local Antifa here in Australia, which are trying to block Azim uh, Israeli-owned ships coming into Australia. All right, into overtime, but it is the last show for uh, the year. Uh, so let's go over to the UK now. And uh, good news, a, another a, a UK a COVID uh, tyrant has uh, fallen. Uh, the Labour uh, First Minister of Wales, Mark Drakeford, uh, also uh, nicknamed uh, by Alex Belfield, who's a political prisoner at the, at the moment, as uh, Mr. Dickford and Mr. Prickford. Uh, he was a abhorrent COVID tyrant like Dan Andrews was. Uh, he uh, uh, During the lockdowns, he did this uh, performative uh, 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 blocking off of non-essential items in supermarkets, such as children's clothing, uh, but alcohol, of course, was essential. I mean, having that uh, that theatre, that's just a power trip. And of course, uh, he introduced severe restrictions over Omicron, which England didn't. Uh, Scotland obviously did under Nicola Sturgeon, and Wales and Scotland ended up doing worse uh, than England. And 
Mark Drakeford, uh, he is 69 years old. Not only uh, his, was he a horrible COVID t- uh, tyrant, uh, but, uh, well, he raised a child uh, to be a, a child uh, rapist. Uh, so his son, who doesn't go by the name of Jonathan Drakeford anymore, he's now known as uh, Jay Humphreys. Uh, so he was uh, convicted uh, uh, back in 2018, given an eight-year eight and eight-month sentence after being found guilty of rape and inflicting actually bodily harm. He also admitted to a child sexual offence after messaging a girl on Facebook who he thought was 15. At the time of Humphrey's conviction, Mr. Uh, Mr. Drakeford said it had been a distressing period for his family, adding our thoughts uh, with all of those caught up in it, especially uh, the victim. And so uh, Jonathan Drakeford, uh, Jay Humphreys, is now back in uh, prison after violating uh, his uh, sex offender's order the judge uh said there was a very real risk he would reoffend on license uh, this was because he uh was a it, it, it created a a online uh dating profile on fab guys where his username uh was naughty 500 also uh drakeford uh, he uh, was one of the leading uh, pioneers of a the low traffic neighborhoods uh 20 miles per hour uh, so wales is a one party uh state uh so labor has been in power uh since a, a the uh, devolved uh government uh was uh was uh introduced uh by uh tony tony blair and now drakeford uh, he uh, will still be uh, the first minister of Wales until uh, the Welsh Labour Party uh, elects a successor, and mainland Britain could get the the whole trifecta of being uh, governed by non-Indigenous people. Uh, so the only declared candidate is Vaughan uh, Gething, who was born in uh, Zambia, who is the health and social services minister uh so already have a a pakistani muslim mayor in london sadiq khan a the uh the prime minister rishi sunak uh indian hindu and uh, the first minister of scotland uh hamza yusuf a pakistani muslim uh, now obviously i now uh, Rishi Sunak, he was uh, born in the UK, but I'm talking about his ethnicity when I say Indian or Pakistani. Uh, now, uh, Vohan Gething, he was born in Zambia. Uh, so, yes, but the Great Replacement, that's just a conspiracy theory. I mean, there's no way in the future Australia will have a Indian, Sri Lankan, a, a prime minister or a, a, when i say indian sri lankan of indian sri lankan ethnicity because we know it's a, a bipartisan uh, love affair uh, that liberal and labor here in australia have with uh, india and uh it's a uh, prime minister uh, nirada modi 
Uh, now, uh, Prince Harry, uh, he had a, a victory in his uh, defamation case against the Daily Mirror uh, for phone hacking, uh, uh, phone hacking and invasion of privacy was awarded £140,600. And now uh, the editor of the uh, Daily Mirror uh, for 10 years was none other than uh, Piers Morgan. Uh, and he uh, was uh, sacked in 2004 uh, for publishing fake photos of British, British soldiers abusing Iraqi uh, prisoners. And so uh, he has just uh, recovered from uh, COVID. Uh, he blamed uh, that he didn't get his uh, last booster uh, as the reason that he got COVID. Uh, but uh, I, even though I, uh, Piers Morgan, he's not in the best of shape. I mean, he has like about 50 chins. It's quite incredible the amount of chins on his, on his face. And also uh, there was an horrendous snaparazzi snap of him shirtless in Antigua during 2020 when he was calling others co-idiots. Uh, he uh, came out of his home for a press conference denying that uh, he had ever done uh, phone hacking. And even though he was there for the time, had no idea uh, where a story of Prince Harry came from one of his reporters. Cases, including Prince Harry's claim against Mirror Group newspapers, where I was an editor until 2004. The judgment finds there is just one article relating to the prince published in the Daily Mirror during my entire nine-year tenure as editor that he thinks may have involved some unlawful information gathering. To be clear, I had then and still have zero knowledge of how that particular story was gathered. All his other claims against the Daily Mirror under my leadership were rejected. With regard to the judge's other references to me in his judgment, I also want to reiterate, as I've consistently said for many years now, I've never hacked a phone or told anybody else to hack a phone. And nobody has produced any actual evidence to prove that I did. I wasn't called as a witness, and it's important for people to know this, by either side in the case, nor was I asked to provide any statement. I would have very happily agreed to do either or both of those things had I been asked. Nor did I have a single conversation with any of the Mirror Group lawyers throughout the entire legal process. So I wasn't able to respond to the many false allegations that were spewed about me in court by all foes of mine with an axe to grind, most of which inexplicably were not even challenged in my absence by the Mirror Group counsel. But I note the judge appears to have believed the evidence of Omid Scobie, who lied about me in his new book, and he lied about me in court, and the whole world now knows him to be a deluded fantasist. And he believed the evidence of Alistair Campbell, another proven liar who spun this country into an illegal war. Finally, I want to say this. Prince Harry's outrage at media intrusion into the private lives of the royal family is only matched by his own ruthless, greedy and hypocritical enthusiasm for doing it himself. He talked today about the appalling behaviour of the press. But this is a guy who's repeatedly trashed his family in public for hundreds of millions of dollars, even as two of its most senior and respected members were dying, his grandparents. It's hard to imagine, frankly, more appalling behaviour than that. As for him saying this is a good day for truth, the Duke has been repeatedly exposed in recent years as someone who wouldn't know the truth if it slapped him around his California tanned face. 
Uh, he had all that written down just in case he forgot that insult uh, to Prince Harry. And Lady Charlotte says, morbidly obese Morgan, as Alex Belfield called him. Poor Alex. As he had excellent nicknames for people. That's probably why in part he's in jail. He called uh, Jacinta Ardern Jacinta hard on and had a, a Jacinta Ardern face mask. Uh, so uh, he, uh, Pete Gosman says he looks like Uncle Vernon from Harry Potter. Well, Uncle Vernon, the actor, did have a early death because he was so over overweight. And uh, now uh, staying in the the UK in the the Premier League, uh, the game uh, Bournemouth versus Luton Town had to be abandoned after the Luton captain Tom Lockyer had a on field cardiac. Arrest. Thankfully, he is okay and recovering in hospital. And now, I did see a fact check a while back on Twitter X, which claimed that uh, uh, there has been no increase this decade in the amount of uh, cardiac arrests in in sports stars than in previous previous years. Uh, so that's apparently just a conspiracy theory uh, that there's more players having uh, on-field uh, cardiac arrests. Now, uh, international uh, news. Uh, so Javier Millet, uh, he is already to work. He has uh, uh, he, he is uh, busy uh, repealing uh, business regulations and repairing his uh, massive chainsaw uh, spending cuts, but uh, the the Latin uh, socialist uh, so socialist mobs, uh, they uh, the Argentinian uh, division, they are getting ready to mass protest, and so uh, the Argentinian security services are getting the water cannons ready uh, because, well, uh, these if you think that. Uh, uh, the 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 socialists Antifa here and the 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 West. I mean, how did they get so radical and violent? Well, they learned from Latin America. Uh, that was the first uh, first socialist uh, continent to uh, almost all be exclusively a socialist hellhole, beginning with uh, Venezuela. Uh, the uh, Hugo Chavez successor. Uh, I, I, it's, his name's just a, a slip me, uh, a, 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 a Nicholas Moderno. Uh, he is annexing a region in Ghana because uh, there is oil there. Of course, when socialists run out of money, they just plunder uh, the next available nation there. And so I wonder if there'll be, uh, if the West will get involved in in that conflict uh, there or whether they're because uh, Ghana is, uh, well, it's one of the, the, I don't think it's part of Latin America, the Latin American countries per se. Uh, I don't think there'll be some sort of uh, uh, Ukrainian style aid uh, to uh, 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 Ghana. That is of course where uh, Jim Jones had his uh, Jonestown uh, commune. And now, uh, because of the Israel-Hamas war, uh, uh, Vladimir Zelensky is uh, well. He's not the 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 golden uh, boy anymore. Though, don't worry. Uh, they're still uh, still still trying to uh, sneak in uh, funding for Ukraine through Congress. Uh, this time in the National Defense Authorization 
Act. Uh, that also reauthorized Pfizer uh, spying as as well. Although uh, there is going to be peace talks in Switzerland uh, between Russia and Ukraine in January 2024, the mayor of Kiev basically uh, accused uh, accused uh, Zelensky of being a uh, being a dictator, uh, to, uh, becoming no better than uh, than Putin. Uh, I saw uh, that um, uh, Lady of Shalott mentioned that uh, Piers Morgan advised Churchill. Uh, Zelensky, of course, has the the Churchill comple uh, complex that they believe that they can defeat uh, the enemy, obliterate it completely, uh, like uh, Hitler did uh, with, uh, uh, sorry, like uh, Churchill did to Hitler and Nazi Germany. Although. I've just been watching on Netflix uh, uh, World War II uh, from the front lines, a new doco series, and that doesn't uh, gloss over uh, Churchill's uh, uh, bombing of German civilians in Hamburg, which was a, a war crime. Uh, the the Allies, of course, uh, bombed Dresden uh, to pieces as pieces as well. Churchill uh, was was no saint. Uh, there was there was lots of innocents that were killed under uh, his orders. In fact, after Hamburg was flattened, uh, Churchill ordered uh, that the survivor bunker uh, be bombed as well. Now, uh, to finish off, uh, some uh, good news. Uh, the COVID wave is receding just in time uh, for Christmas. And I saw uh, Santa at my local shopping center today, which I was uh, relieved uh, because according to the John Snow Project, which is a COVID zero extremist group, Santa died from COVID. It was the night before Christmas. Santa took a deep breath. If only he'd known it would lead to his death. Santa always listened when the famous doctors spoke. Too bad they didn't mention that the virus spreads like smoke. Never mind uh, that the Cochrane Review of Masks uh, found uh, that uh, they had they couldn't they couldn't find any evidence that they work to prevent the spread of respiratory viruses. Even the N95 masks, they certainly uh, didn't work on school children. That was just straight child abuse. And even uh, clean indoor air doesn't make a difference as well uh but uh, uh people uh, these uh, people like uh the john snow uh, project and other COVID zero extremists uh, still uh push masks and these uh, heba air purifiers now this uh, john snow project uh they first became uh first went viral uh, with this video where apparently us humans, we don't breathe out carbon dioxide. Uh, we breathe out some toxic, hideous uh, green gas. Right now, a deadly virus is in the air. 
It spreads like smoke when we talk. It spreads when we cough. When we sing. Even breathing quietly is enough to spread it. And just like smoke, the virus hangs around for hours. But it takes just seconds to breathe enough to get infected. Don't breathe it in. Wear a respirator whenever you're sharing air. Not one of those leaky surgical masks. Use a proper one, rated at least N95 or FFP2. This will stop you getting sick. Don't breathe it in. Open windows. Get the virus out and get fresh air in. Wear a respirator. Get fresh air. Don't breathe in. Apparently, breathing is also uh, bad for the climate environment as well. I mean, uh, we're polluting a, the atmosphere, causing climate change, uh, global warming uh, because of uh, because of our uh, CO two in 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 the atmosphere. Uh, now, there is that. Uh, even though uh, cases are going down, uh, a new variant we've all got to be terrified of is JN1. It's a sub-variant of the Pirola variant, which, of course, is slang for cock penis. There's probably been enough penis talk in uh, this, 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 this show. Uh, so this is the worst variant yet until the next variant. They'll freak us out about six months later. Then nobody's paying attention, though. I do wish uh, safety uh, to the people of far north Queensland who uh, are currently uh, under uh, their, their, their homes uh, and lives are under threat from Cyclone Jasper. And so uh, Bob Catter, uh, he uh, said that uh, the people of North Queensland have been abandoned. I mean, there was a crocodile that was uh, swimming in the flood water. Uh, but thankfully, uh, it was uh, it was recaptured. Uh, Bob Catter should be up there on a on a chopper with his uh, with his rifle on Croc Patrol because we know that Bob Catter it's uh, up there in far north Queensland. The the the, the crocodiles they tear someone apart uh, every th every three months in in North Queensland there. Now, thank you everybody for watching Tim's News Explosion, Wilmsfront. Uh, the theorists and our uh, and our voice a, a New Zealand election trade Tasman talk special. Thank you so much for your uh, support uh, throughout uh, 2023. It's uh, final show for the year, uh, so Merry Christmas, not uh, make merry like the city of Stoningham in, in a, uh, Melbourne have said, or merry everything like uh, uh, Werribee Shopping Plaza uh, did. Merry. Uh, Christmas and also Happy New Year, though that could soon be white supremacy uh, because, uh, well, uh, we're not inclusive that uh, there's also Lunar New Year, uh, Chinese New Year, Vietnamese New Year, Jewish New Year, all of these others. We should just get rid of the calendar. It's, uh, it's, it, it's, too, uh, it's, it, it's too oppressive, white oppression. Uh, the, 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 the calendar there. So <laughs> New Year is out uh, as well. Uh, so I'll be taking at least uh, two weeks off. Uh, so I will most likely uh, be back on uh, January the 8th of 
of 2024, Monday, uh, same time, uh, same channels. Uh, there are going to be changes uh, to uh, the Unshackled in 2024. Uh, we have basically maxed out the storage space on the Unshackled dot net uh it's going to be too expensive uh to upkeep that server uh so the unshackled blog uh our written articles and uh, where we publish uh show notes that'll be moved to a Substack uh, that i'm setting up for the unshackled i'll provide the link to you uh when it is uh, ready because Substack is uh free and it's uh un uh it, it, Nobody has been deemed platform from it yet. Not even uh, Joel Davis. He's just set one up. Uh, so has um, uh, there's another uh, up and coming up and coming uh, nationalist uh, who is uh, uh, making making a name for himself. Uh, John Lawson of the National Observer. He's also started a podcast called The Backbench uh, Drivers. Uh, so you should always support. Uh, young up-and-coming uh, nationalist uh, bloggers and uh, vloggers. Absolutely, Pellet Conservative Australian. Uh, anyone can write for our, our, our sub-stack, more than willing to take on uh, contributors, and uh, this will allow me to uh, redistribute unshackled investment. Uh, so I do want to invest in more studio equipment so I can bring you better quality uh, productions because it's been a bit of a hash uh, the end of the year with uh, my capture video capture card not working and just using inbuilt inbuilt uh, MacBook camera. And also, uh, we are still going to be doing, and it will still be on the unshackled.net, the annual Unshackler Awards. Uh, so this is 10 awards with 10 nominees each, and the winner is announced on Australia Day. So Damien Ferry, our senior editor, has been with the Unshackled with the beginning. We'll begin posting them sh uh, shortly. So the award categories are uh, the Australian Regressive of the Year, the Australian Unshackler of the Year, uh, the International Unshackler of the Year, uh, the Triggered Feminist of the Year, the Cis White Male of the Year, uh, the International Cuck of the Year, the Australian Culture Warrior of the Year, uh, the Degenerate of the Year, and, well, there's probably a new nominee tonight, uh, the International Media Personality of the Year Award, and also uh, the Fake News Award of the Year. And so it's always uh, very popular. Uh, so I'll be posting, remember the Unshackled, uh, we're on Telegram, uh, we are on Twitter X, also thinking of uh, part of the, the reallocation of resource and investment, investing in uh, Twitter uh, uh, X, or well, it's not called Twitter Blue anymore, X Premium. Also, uh, Gab, uh, we, we still uh, plot along uh, there. We're still on Facebook, though Facebook continues to uh, shadow uh, ban us. I won't uh, uh, tell you who's in which category sometime because we only have uh, one uh, one person uh, per category, so we don't allow people uh, to be in multiple categories. So they, some years there are some who have been in one category have been moved to others. Uh, in my view, the Australian regressive is uh, well the most. I, uh, uh, prestigious 
pre prestigious Unshackler Award uh, for those who are uh, regressive. So thank you once again for your company for 2023. What a year. Uh, the fight back, uh, the turning of the tide has begun. It's been a pretty good year. Us Victorians no longer governed by Dan Andrews. That is that is good within itself. And hopefully I will catch up with uh, a lot of you. Uh, many of you are based here in Melbourne in the new year. As I said, I'll be in Adelaide uh, from uh uh, in for a week in the new year i uh, say so if you're from adelaide uh please please hit me up because uh, always uh, lovely to meet uh fellow uh fans of the unshackled as well uh, so goodbye for christmas and the new year and i will see you 2024 is going to be big us uk elections possibly an australian election as well london uh merrill election well as well we're going to be doing live streams uh for that as well uh so good night everybody and signing off tim's news explosion tim's news explosion Tim's news explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.